0: Today on the show, Eric and I discuss Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers' recent interview on Club Random with Bill Maher. How they brought up some interesting points about COVID and how they and virtually everyone else is missing a very key point about fighting off viruses. But first, let me tell you about Next Wave. Yep, Next Wave Services is a website design company that provides high-quality website design and maintenance work for businesses at a flat Rate. NextWave was born from the idea that everybody needs access to seamless, reliable, and professional website design and maintenance service on a consistent basis. NextWave believes that their excellent track record of repeat business is proof of their commitment to delivering first-class service all of the time. Now you can get a free website consultation when you check them out online at nextwaveservices.com, founded way back in 1998. Which is as old as my marriage and the internet itself. Yep, it's next Wave Services.
1: Welcome to SheLore Select. The whole system will be ready in a few minutes. Take your seat and enjoy. Everyone has a story that's built on thousands of hows, whys, and whats. Join myself chris sheeler as i dive into how people live their lives why they do what they do and what goes through their mind while they do it if you love learning and what makes people tick my podcast sheeler select has you covered new episodes every monday find it on youtube spotify apple or just anywhere you get a
0: podcast all right here at the real men eat plants podcast we need your help and so does paul's party being a brand new podcast just trying to get its footing we are asking that you help support our pod by going to our podcast page at realmeneplants.com slash podcast and click the support button when you do not only are you helping us get our feet on the ground you are helping to support paul's party a 501.c charity that raises money to help kids with physical disabilities get equipment to have some fun in their lives two great causes one easy support button again please find us at com slash podcast or on patreon when you type real men eat plants into the search bar thanks for your support and for helping paul's party it's time now for the real men eat plants podcast your daily dive into sports pop culture beer and food with a plant-based spin i'm Dee. And along with news anchor, Sarah Carlson, producer Eric Rogers, and the rest, here is a man who has never put ketchup on a hot dog, Rich Reynolds. Well, hello, hello, and welcome on in to the Real Men Eat Plants podcast. What is up? My name is Rich Reynolds, along with Eric Rogers Joining me today, once again, Sarah Carlson, M-I-A, but you can find Eric wherever you want to find him at... Eric Rogers Brand. There it is. If you're watching on YouTube, again, you can find us all over the place as well. RealMeneatPlants.com is where you can find out everything about us. Hit the support button. Take the 30-day challenge. Read the blogs and also on our YouTube channel and, again, on social media. I am at RMEP Rich, And here we go with today's podcast, which, um, by the way, if you remember last week, we had Sarah, who was a little bit buzzed going into the podcast. Oh, yeah. i th- I thought I was going to be a little bit buzzed, so I made these really awesome burritos for dinner. They were like baked they're they 're called baked beans and um, grilled peach salsa burritos, so I actually um baked beans with like chipotle peppers and um, some molasses and stuff was in there and then I went ahead and also grilled up some peaches and made a grilled peach salsa. I made some Spanish rice that I ended up baking. Sounds it was long long, long, brown rice. Put it all into a burrito along with some guacamole that I made up really quick and um, it was absolutely fantastic. And I uh, used like this like this flaxseed whole grain burrito roll uh, type thing and um, it was uh, absolutely amazing. So I had to have a margarita with it because you, you can't do yeah, the burrito so thing with yes, without at least a Modelo or a margarita or both you know you got to go See, in in that direction
1: i wasn't sure we were going with the the, the that's part. where i was like, going baracho yeah. beans i thought aren't those like made with beer or something like beer that or? yep
0: exactly and so so i thought i was i was going to be a little bit buzzed but then i realized holy crap right before this podcast i took a look at my lawn and i said i gotta mow the lawn so i ran out there mowed okay the Dad. Lawn. <laughs> yeah and then then i come back inside and i realized I don't have a buzz anymore. That buzz is long gone uh, from the nice big margarita that I had. So, um, Are your lines anyways, straight?
1: <laughs> they, were. Be concerned they were. About. The lawn looks
0: awesome. I mean, it rained so much over the weekend. We had a couple days in a row of straight rain here in Wisconsin, and the grass just shot back up and was instantly super green again. And I take good care of my lawn anyways. I'm one of those guys. I'm not right one of, of those guys. Property
1: values, man.
0: Yeah. I don't yell at the kids yet to get off the lawn, but I'm close. You know, <laughs> dude, getting I dude, I'm really <laughs> close. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, it, I was listening to podcasts today while I was cooking, and one that caught my attention that I like to listen to is the Bill Maher podcast um, that's called Club Random. Now, in Club Random, which I guess is what he's named his basement. Now, his basement and his man cave is different than, like, my basement and my man cave or what you might envision for yours. Because, you know, Bill Maher is a multimillionaire um, out in California, and the people that he has over down there are all celebrities. And on the show, basically, the setup is if you've never – I think everybody's probably watched real-time with Bill Maher or have seen clips of real-time with Bill Maher. You've, have you watched the show? I have, indeed. Mm-hmm. And, and back in the day, like in, in the 90s and leading into the 2000s, he used to have a show called Politically Incorrect. Um, and so he's been at it for quite a while. Bill Maher was originally like a stand-up comedian and actor. And then he turned into kind of like this TV host um, along the way. And sometimes he's actually... Which I actually, think
1: I like him better that way. Yeah, he's know.
0: he, he could be very funny and very insightful. He's been getting a lot of crap lately because of the things that he's been saying. And it's kind of funny. I don't think Bill Maher has changed. So one of the things about Bill Maher's politics is he's always leaned left um, and he's always voted Democrat. And that's always been the way that he is. And he still leans left and still votes Democrat. But a lot of people on the left are mad at Bill Maher because he doesn't I guess, say everything that Democrats believe that he should say. So, some so of the things.
1: They want him to kiss the proverbial ass. Yeah.
0: Kind of. And, and so, what, what they've wanted him to do. So, like, he went on a rant about how he doesn't think that um, men can get pregnant. And he's been on a rant that he doesn't think that Wait. men can have periods. And okay. he's taken a lot of crap uh, about this from the left. Come
1: again? Hold on. Say that one more time, because I'm just okay. I can't process that. Uh, I wasn't let's, ready for that statement.
0: Let's hear. Here we go. Bill Maher believes that men cannot get pregnant. All right, I follow. Okay, <laughs> and- you, you follow that so far. Okay. Now, now I do remember. And again, this this might be before your time. You ever seen the movie Kindergarten Comp?
1: Oh hell yeah. With Dude. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold.
0: <laughs> All right, I, I, it's an awesome movie. Didn't I mean, they have like
1: a pet little weasel in there, or a ferret, or something? It was. It was a
0: ferret. Yeah, yeah. and. Um, it, it's a very good movie. I don't want to be a spoiler, but basically he's an undercover Dude, cop.
1: Like 92 or whatever the hell you is. So, are, so you know, I, I can I spoil it. Yeah. It,
0: the, the movie's 30 years old. Anyways, he, he's an undercover cop who now has to take over as a kindergarten teacher. He wasn't supposed to be the undercover cop as a kindergarten teacher, but his partner gets sick or some 1990. crap like that or injured. 1990. 32 years old. Okay. So, so, so we could spoil this a little bit. Anyways, he goes undercover. He's teaching the kindergarten class. It's obviously he's way out of character. Here's Arnold who's a big hulking muscular guy trying to work with little kids and he's got no teaching experience he doesn't speak the language very well all of that kind of crap so in this the the kids are going wild on him they're they're taking advantage of him in the middle of all the chaos this one little kid this little boy comes up to him and pulls on his pants and says you know hey he, he, he just bluntly says, boys have a penis and girls have a vagina. I remember and that a, line. Yep. Everybody laughs, you know, all, all, all the kids laugh. <laughs> and, you know, Arnold's like, yeah, old yo, thank you. You know, because it, it's so obvious. Of course, boys have a penis and girls have a vagina. At least it was that obvious in 1990. It's not as obvious today because if you want to be all inclusive, then you would include the fact that a, so say like, Ellen Page becomes Elliot Page. Sure. So Elliot Page can get pregnant, and Elliot Page identifies as a man.
1: Right. Biologically, so, can get pregnant. Yeah. Well. So I mean, by that logic, some, a man can some get like, pregnant. You know, hormone pills or therapy or whatever. Like you know,
0: I I don't know what physiology. He, I, I don't know what he's doing or, or she or whatever the, the pronouns, maybe it's they. I don't know what, what 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 Elliot Page is doing or what hormones or surgeries. I, I got no no idea. But but the thought is is that a trans man could get pregnant. So Bill Maher. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, so Bill Maher not acknowledging that brought on the ire of the left. So there's other things that have kind of have mm. pissed the left off at Bill Maher. The extreme so, left, yeah. Yeah, so so Bill Maher also is kind of like in, – in Madison, we have Sly, and Sly is very liberal. I worked for Sly. I was on his, his radio station. Um, I had a talk show there, and Sly is very liberal, but he's also pro-gun. Okay, so he doesn't necessarily march lockstep with everything that the left does. So because he's pro-gun and pro-2A, some leftists don't like sly just because of that one thing. Um, so anyways, Man, Bill Maher, how
1: weak are some people?
0: I, I agree. Um, because, you, and again, I don't think that you can agree with everything in a political platform. I mean, but if it's you just start, like,
1: it's just like religion. I shouldn't be able to go to heaven. I got tattoos. Whoop! Well, I guess I'm fucked. That's yeah, not I, true.
0: You, that, what I think it means is you can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery. If you have tattoos,
1: good thing. I'm not Jewish. I, then I, I guess. believe
0: that's right. Yeah. Well, that, work, that works out for you. I still think you get into heaven. I haven't seen that law. That says, if you have tattoos that you can't go to heaven,
1: I'm sure uh, I've broken some other commandment that. Maybe. Oh, uh, I, least, I know, you know I have.
0: Yeah. I think uh, I've hit like eight of them along the way. So, uh, I haven't killed anybody yet. I think that's maybe the one I haven't done. Well, oh, we oh, 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 Glenn, oh, oh, Glenn
1: Merger said we're not allowed to have crime on you know, yeah, they, the, they, league, so. the, the whole,
0: the whole adultery one. Okay. So I've avoided yep. two. Okay. Um, so, so, so there we go. All right. Anyways, Going back to Bill Maher and Bill Maher, um, again drawing the ire of the left, he'll have people on in this club random show, and I think he does it once a week. And it's it's mostly pretty interesting people from all different walks of life he's had actors on comedians politicians he's had people from the right people from the left people with no political you know agenda at all he sits in his basement which isn't really a basement it's almost looks like a set (laughs) for a a show yeah yeah and uh, but he's got a bar down there and he lights up marijuana like he'll, he'll, he'll light up a joint and passes it back and forth to his guest, and he also likes to find out what they want to drink. So some people will do the real expensive tequila or bourbon or scotch, and he'll drink that along with them and smoke weed, and they talk for an hour, an hour and a half, whatever the conversation lends itself to, and they talk about everything in life in general. One day we'll get to that stuff. point where that's yeah, <laughs> that's. Well, our I show, mean, it's often, yeah. it's often very interesting, and, and it's one of the things I really love about podcasts that you have the freedom to do just about anything. You also have the freedom in podcasts to suck really bad at what you're doing. And a lot of podcasts do, and they end up sounding like an old man in a basement, you know, in some kind of garbage can echo chamber or whatever. And they're, they're not very interesting. And some are wildly interesting club random with Bill Mars, wildly interesting. So we had Aaron Rodgers on two weeks ago. All right. And, and by the way, just so you know, by the time I'm done with all of this ranting or whatever the hell you want to call it, I am going to tie it into plant-based. Okay, so I do have an agenda Well, you here.
1: did touch on one thing that was plant-based, and that was the marijuana, but continue. The marijuana is plant-based.
0: Absolutely. So, Bill Maher smoking weed and drinking with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think Aaron Rodgers was smoking weed. However, in California, and according to the NFL, he could if he wanted to, and I guess I really wasn't paying attention He had a enough. cigar. To, to uh, see if he was. Okay, so right. so there you go. All right. And he was drinking, and they were going back and forth, and there's lots of swear words and all of that kind of stuff. They have the freedom to do that. I and, was actually
1: surprised how much Aaron Rodgers was dropping the F-bomb.
0: A lot. I mean, yes. Maybe he,
1: he's just always wanted to do that. I don't know.
0: Yeah, he, he had a chance to do it. Now, Aaron Rodgers... Did appear on a podcast. I want to say this was like six years ago. And you might remember this because we were on a radio station together. And I think we were talking about it. And he was talking about all kinds of conspiracy theories then uh, as oh. they pertain to UFOs. Do you remember? Yes. This was like I alien talk. Mm-hmm. He also talked about on the podcast how he would loosen up before a game, which was really, really an odd thing to do. But in the locker room, I guess, he would go to a stall in the bathroom and relieve himself. I'm not talking about going number one or going two. I'm talking about... <clears throat> I don't
1: remember that hearing that one, but... Uh... Shaking
0: hands with John Hancock. And so he talked about how he would do this before the game. Hancock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Boy, that's a good, yeah. good reference right there. Anyways, um, he... He talked about doing this before a game. Wild! Wow. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is is out there, okay, and he's got some interesting views. And he was smoking, or I don't know how you do ayahuasca before the season um, this year. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it, but I guess it's like a hallucinogen or something like that. Aaron Rodgers is a different cat who marches to the beat of his own drum. There are lots of rumors out there as well about his sexuality. We talked about it on the radio show. I mean, this guy's just an an interesting dude. Um, If you're wondering about his sexuality, you can always Google the name Kevin Lanfleecey, and there are rumors that stem from that. I don't know what's true, what's not. I do know that there's lots of stuff being said about Aaron Rodgers all the time. I actually think he's pretty interesting. I think he's well thought out as well. I don't think he comes to these conclusions just that 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 he has just by being um, you know out there and silly. I actually think he thinks about it and considers himself That's, to be very that was one of the things he, he
1: did mention that he was he was talking like in the intro of that uh that interview you're talking about he's you know saying hey you know bill i you know i know we don't necessarily see eye to eye and everything but when you invited me on the show i said hey i mean it's i've always appreciated your work the uh the thought that goes into what you are saying the topics and um so and aaron's the same way and I think that's that, that's and that's the thing that that's what I take away from it too is, you know, Aaron has done some things that I don't agree with or has some thoughts, but at least he has thoughts, you know? It's Absolutely. Just- and so
0: this is, th- this is what I like about him. So, and we've talked about it on, on the show. So when I went to high school, even though it was a Benedictine Catholic high school, um, one of the things is in every single classroom, whether it was math class or religion class or social studies or history class or whatever class you were in, the scientific method was on a poster at the, at the top of like of like the chalkboard or blackboard, or whatever that, you know, you, you ended up having there and so in every class they challenged you to think on your own and put these things through the test of your own mind and thought process and they wanted you to think things out and they would ask you know every student questions like what do you think about this and then they would have students debate in every class it didn't matter and so I like that because it teaches you how to think and how to think critically rather than regurgitate information that the teacher telling you so Aaron Rodgers I think is is a well-thought out person. Even if he comes to conclusions you don't agree with, he has obviously put some thought into it. And so I do appreciate the fact that he does that. So one of the thoughts that he came up with, I was surprised he shared common ground with Bill Maher. Going back to Bill Maher not walking in lockstep with the left, I was very surprised about this. So they started talking about COVID. Now, if you remember last year, Aaron had a problem with COVID, he said, what was the exact term? They'd asked him if he was um, vaccinated. He got and vaccinated,
1: had, and he said he was had been immunated. yes, is what yeah, he immunized.
0: said. Yeah, immunized. Yep, immunized, immunized. Was, was the word that he used. And, you know, you, you could use the word immunized or inoculated or something like that. He did not use the, the term vaccinated. So they asked him if he was vaccinated, which in the NFL last year, I think you had to be to play. Was that right or – did you just have to pass COVID test? It wasn't like the NBA. Um, Maybe you just had to had to not test positive for COVID. Is that right?
1: Well, no, because then he would have. He definitely he definitely did. Yeah, he tested negative because he had to go through all of those. Um, mm-hmm. But there was. I think the problem was he was going around. You know, had didn't have his. Uh, he wasn't wearing a mask, and so it was, um, uh-huh, his right. his his problem yep. was, or you know, that's his problem. Right. But he was faced with a lot of you know, questions for that. And, you know, if everyone, you the, were not, everyone on the team knew what his status was.
0: Yeah. If you were not vaccinated, you were supposed to wear a mask when you were at um, like certain things like press conferences and he wasn't wearing a mask at press conferences. And so he ended up, I believe he was suspended for a game. Jordan Love played in a game at Kansas City. He wasn't,
1: no, he had, he got COVID and that's why. He so he ended play. up getting COVID. Yep. Okay. All mm-hmm. right.
0: So, all right. I'm, I'm glad your memory on this is, is, clearer than mine so anyways Rogers had some outspoken things to say about the the vaccine I'm not sure he's he's still not vaccinated right Uh, he never doesn't seem like he is now yeah so I don't think he's definitively said but that, I, but he's yeah, never said think, that yeah, he has been. It. Right. He hasn't said, I have been vaccinated now. So my guess is he's still in that same spot. And so he started talking to Bill Maher about this. And Bill Maher, Bill Maher started talking to him about it. And they, they actually reached common ground. So one of the things that Rogers said right away, and and here's where where I, I have some, some common ground with Aaron Rogers as well. I, I have what I call a bullshit meter. So I know when people are bullshitting me or something just is off, doesn't smell right um, because we're not staying consistent on it. So when it comes to COVID, so for me, one of the things that was really inconsistent was um, right when COVID started, if you remember, they shut a lot of things down. A lot of businesses had to be shut down, and only the people that were essential – would go to work. In fact, I remember I had to get a printout from my company that I had to take with me, so like papers saying that I was essential, and that's why I was on the road going back and forth to my job. Now, at the time, I was a district manager for Arby's. Now, I don't know what planet you need to be on for Arby's to be essential, but it was considered essential that people would show up and open up that Arbys and make beef and cheddar sandwiches. Essential. And, and
1: by the way, anybody who is joining this podcast hasn't been listening to past episodes. Rich has been very outspoken about you know being uh, you know going vegan and, and treating yes. animals and all that stuff all the while working for Arbys.
0: working for Arbys, okay now and they knew the way this? That- the way that I always had a square, I, I didn't hide it. All right. Now, when I started there, I was not vegan. I went vegan about two years into the, the the fact that I was working for them. I told him that I was. It didn't matter. The owner of the company, not the owner of Arby's, but the, the franchise group that I worked for, he was a flexitarian. He barely <laughs> ate meat at all. He would eat a little fish, um, but he didn't necessarily call himself a pescatarian because um, you know, that, that didn't make sense. He didn't think he ate enough fish for that to be a thing. So he considered himself a flexitarian. It was pretty easy for me to do. Nobody gave me too much crap about it. Um, and so here I was, a vegan working at Arby's. But I was going to work as an essential worker. And the whole time I'm thinking to myself, what is essential about it? Barbies. Now here was my reason for this. Okay. Now if, and I I learned this very on in switching to a plant-based diet before I went, I was a, I was plant-based. I used to get sick with a cold or the flu or something to that extent, at least once every other month. So I would have at least six bouts with colds or flus throughout the year, sometimes more but it was never less than six, okay? I was sick all the time. I had a lot of drainage problems with my sinuses. I couldn't breathe through my nose, all of this kind of stuff, which I thought I was just born with and bad. I'd seen ENTs about it and all this kind of stuff. And no one had ever told me, well, if you just knock off the dairy and the meat, this will stop. Um, But it did. It stopped almost immediately. Within two weeks, I was able to breathe through my nose without any problem at all. And one thing I realized for years, I went without getting a cold now and not not a flu, not anything, because I wasn't inflaming my body with food that inflames your body. Dairy, by the way, um, and I think it's because of the casein that is found in dairy, um, along with heme iron, I believe, will suppress your immune system for up to six hours every time you consume dairy. So if you have like cereal with milk for breakfast and you have a cheeseburger for lunch and you have, even if you're going light and you have a salad with cheese on it for dinner and grilled chicken, you could suppress your immune system for up to 18 hours that day, depending on the amount of dairy that you eat and the size of you and and your metabolism. So the chances of you getting sicker because not only are you suppressing your immune system, but your your body is inflamed whenever you eat animal products, is very high. So I would get myself sick all of the time. So I stopped eating that way, and I wasn't sick anymore. But now you're telling me that this deadly disease is out here in COVID-19, and I'm not saying that it's not deadly. It was definitely deadly for really old people and really sick people, and really fat people. All of those things are true. Now, is it true also that an eight-year-old somewhere probably died of COVID? Yeah, that's, that's probably true. Um, did a 24-year-old fitness instructor who was in really good shape probably die of COVID? Somewhere out there, I'm guessing somebody did. There are exceptions to the rules. But as we talked about way back in episode one, we could talk in generalities here a little bit. And the generality is that for the most part, it affects really old, really fat, and really sick people. That's who was dying from COVID-19. So my thought is we know that. We knew that very early on. So if we were thinner, if we were healthier, if we were in better shape, if we ate better, that would be one way to combat the disease. Yes or no?
1: The problem is you are bringing logic into the argument. Okay, okay. So so
0: (laughs) – This is why my bullshit meter goes off. So then you're telling me that people that work at Arby's and McDonald's and Pizza Hut are essential workers, essential. And I'm thinking, essential to what? I Mm -hmm. don't understand because not only do we not need these places to stay alive, they're doing the exact opposite thing that we're hoping for. So a lot of people got what was called like the COVID-15 or the COVID-20. They gained weight staying at home and eating fast food that's what people did and so covid not only was bad for people but the reaction that we had to covid was bad and so so my bs meter Kind of went off. The other thing I, I've talked about on the show as well is how they would make you wear masks, and you're on a plane and you wear a mask, but you could pull the mask down as soon as you eat the pretzels I mean, that to, they give Aaron you. Riders and Bill right. Maher
1: talked about this. Yeah,
0: you know, uh, you going going to a restaurant, you know, you you're you're protecting yourself and everybody walking to the table, but the minute Dude, you get to the, the table, you you can take it off.
1: Uh, the greatest thing about that, yes, and, and and I think everybody recognizes that. I don't care, yes. you know, left, right, or center. Like you, you probably saw that and go, huh doesn't make a lot of sense, does it?
0: it makes no uh, no sense.
1: So I I don't know. Like I mean, I know you got to support the businesses, but you know So you hear the thing in at
0: all? Yeah. So so doctors wear masks in surgery. The patients don't. Okay? Now the reason why all the doctors are wearing the mask is to protect themselves from the spread of any kind of disease that's in the room. Now, the instant that that mask comes off their nose or off their mouth, they are instantly compromised and they have to leave the room and start the whole scrubbing process over and masking process over because they are instantly compromised. Not in a second, not in five seconds, not in 10 seconds. Not They don't need to take a breath. They're instantly compromised the, the, the nanosecond that that thing comes off of their nose. Okay. So you can't tell me. That when you go into a restaurant, that you're safe. Then if you pull the thing down and eat, mm. and then I'm going to pull it up when I'm when I'm not eating. Dude, or something. I mean the, the and, and
1: wildest and all best BS. part, the wildest and best part of the pandemic, and I say best is like most interesting, not actually best, was those first couple of months of the pandemic because it felt like, um, I don't know, like apocalyptic type. Like, oh, we got to go into the store and, like, get supplies and stock up and shit. And all the preppers had to have been, like, licking their chops, you know. And, like, I remember (laughs) my my thought was, like, I would rather, like, I know we don't have all the information yet. But I would rather try to be overly safe than not safe enough. But even even then, it was idiotic. Because I remember one day I brought, I wore gloves. I brought gloves in and I'm, like, going to the grocery store to get, like, my groceries. And I got gloves on. And I thought, but wait a minute. 'Cause I'm still gonna have to touch this food mm-hmm. later on without it. So what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. And and then like bandanas because nobody had masks yet, so we're just like walking around with bandanas. I'm like, wasn't this like yeah. you can't and walk were, into a bank like that before? So now it's just like so there many were, interesting there were things
0: about arrows it. in the aisles. Remember the arrows in the aisles oh, yeah. and you'd have to go in the I mean come on. So silly. All... It was all silly. All right. All of it was, was absolutely silly. So they, Aaron Rodgers and Bill Maher are talking about this and they, they reach common ground immediately on that, about how silly that was. Because, again, I'm thinking if, if you wanted to save people, if you want people to not be affected by COVID, then let's boost their immunity. And the way that you boost their immune systems right away, especially if you don't have a vaccine, is, hey, guys, everyone's going to have to lose weight and get in shape. You should be exercising and eating mm-hmm. more fruits and vegetables and stuff like that to make you better, more impervious to, um, to this disease and to fight the disease off. But that was never the message. That was never what was going out. What was going out was the essential people are the people who are working at Arby's and McDonald's and Pizza Hut and Burger King and all of that kind of good stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, this is a load of crap, all right? Instantly load of crap. So now it becomes harder and harder every time that they would introduce something like, okay, well, now you got to take this vaccine or now you got to take two doses of the vaccine. The Johnson and Johnson one was a one shot and the other ones are the two shots. And now we got the boosters. And every time you're thinking to yourself, okay, okay. Fine. I'll do it. I, I could maybe see some benefit to it, but I'm not exactly sure because I'm not trusting you now because the rest of the stuff that you told me so far to get to this point has kind of been crap. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's just been a load of BS. So that
1: was a hell of a good point they made in that.
0: Aaron Rodgers you know. and Bill Maher were talking about that. So then. The the vaccine comes out, and one of the things that they wanted to tell everybody about the vaccine is if you get a vaccine. Now, this is true about most vaccines. So back in the day when you were a baby, you got a shot for mumps, okay? You had a mumps vaccine. You had a smallpox vaccine. You had a measles vaccine. In your lifetime, I'm guessing you've never had mumps, measles, or smallpox, all right. There's other vaccines that babies get and little kids get and all that kind of stuff so that it doesn't affect them. In fact, I had to get chicken pox. Everyone in my age group all had chicken pox. I don't think you've probably I, I, ever had. Well, to get, I
1: did. I did have. Chicken you had. Pox.
0: You had chickenpox. So the yeah. vaccine wasn't out yet. They now have a vaccine for that. My kids got a chickenpox vaccine. They've never had the chickenpox, and they never will get the chickenpox because of this vaccine. So when you hear the word vaccine, you think, okay, I take it. And then I never get this ever again. Polio, the polio vaccine, is one of the greatest things that happened in the 20th century. Jonas Salk came up with the polio vaccine in 1948, was it, I believe? And then that solved the problem of kids getting polio and being paralyzed and this horrible, horrible disease, which, by the way, is a zoonotic disease that has been passed from animals to humans. Okay, so we have these vaccines that you never get a this this disease again however this vaccine if you take the shot you can still get it so the covid vaccine is not really a vaccine like how these other vaccines have been
1: so but are, were there different str- and, and this is where i'm like i'm trying to understand there's differences and like obviously i don't pretend to be you know scientists or know everything there is to know about it but you know there's there's a flu vaccine and i would rather and take you still get the flu get, you, I, I, don't, I've never, I'm, I don't know if I've never gotten the flu, but I definitely mm-hmm. like, you know, don't get the flu when I get the flu vaccine. So, but, so
0: what they do for the the flu vaccine in case the, you don't know it strains of it. Yeah, so there there are they, they have to guess at what strains they think are going to be the ones sure. that hit your area, uh, and so that's the vaccine that you receive for those things. However, if a different strain becomes the one that gets passed around, you don't have any immunity against it, and you're going to get the flu, and the flu could be really freaking bad. Um, you know, I've I've gotten flus in the past that were awful. I mean, knocked me out for a week with you know fever and you know feeling awful and achy and all that kind of crap for like a. Week at a time, um, it could it could really hit you pretty hard. As can COVID. COVID, you know, when it hit me, it had a very profound effect on me. Um, I think because I got pneumonia with it, uh, made it all that much the worse. But the thing is, is with the vaccine, obviously you could still get COVID. You take a vaccine, you could still get COVID. So now the reduce thought the risk, reduce was, the
1: symptoms, but not totally. Yes, not 100% Correct. effective.
0: You could, yeah. you could still get it. All right. You could still transmit COVID from yourself to somebody else, even if you've taken the vaccine. So I know that once I get the polio vaccine, not only am I not going to get polio, I'm not going to be a carrier to pass on polio to anybody else. I mean, this is like like a shield against polio. Okay. But however, with the COVID vaccine, I could still transmit it from me to you um and it, the vaccine doesn't stop that process at all but
1: i'm not sure if that's an apples to apples comparison cuz is not is necessarily polio Those blood vaccine i don't know if there's differences different, between different like type, what affects right. like your, different different type of virus. virus i'm
0: just saying i'm i'm going off of the actual definition of what a vaccine is so so something similar would be like flu okay because flu is also a a, a sars um uh, what do they call it? Virus as well. Um, and it mutates similarly. And so that's, that's what you have there. Or even, but it's even just, it's a,
1: yeah. And it doesn't have anything to do with all the, the vac, like specifically COVID. They were not like, this was just like a big bullshit thing that was pumped out there. It's, it's, Everything that is like that in in that they are guessing which strains. Is that kind of fair to say where they are going with that? And
0: so and so but 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 what they were trying to sell people on was if you get this, then it's good for the community. And I've I've still been trying to figure out how that actually works, because even if I get the if I take the vaccine, it might lessen my symptoms. Now, that's not 100 percent. Okay, You could still get really bad symptoms even if you've taken the vaccine because you might be vaccinated against certain strains like delta and whatever they, they have it, but not omicron or you know you're, you are for one and not the other. I, uh, again, it, this isn't like a shield like polio vaccine is or smallpox or measles vaccine or something like that. So anyways, the things that they've told us about the vaccine, whether or not you, you won't get COVID was a lie. You won't transmit COVID was a lie. And the symptoms will be lessened, still aren't proven. I agree. I think I agree with that. From all the doctors I've talked to, I think that's right. Um, but that's not necessarily proven out yet. So, again, the bullshit meter goes up. And so Aaron Rodgers was talking about Bill Maher well, about this. Again, I don't know if that's necessarily –
1: like. I think there is something to be said for – um, the reduced chance of spreading the disease because you're not showing symptoms as you know. And if you're, if you're over there sneezing and farting and shitting and all over the place and you're, <laughs> you're you know, then you're spreading. Those, God, No one's going to be shit. you anyway. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like you're spreading the disease that way. Whereas if you had, let's just say for argument's sake, you get the vaccine, the symptoms are lessened. Hey, at least you're not making it easier to spread it. Because of farting, the farting,
0: by the way, uh, is, is a very good point that you brought up. So you know how you'd go to the grocery store and they would have that plastic shield there in, in front of you. So it was supposed to stop the spread of covid. So mm. my thought always was, listen, if if I ate a lot of beans right before going to Woodman's <laughs> and then made it really stinky by eating some broccoli and cauliflower too, stuff that's got like sulfites in it. And then and then I ripped a fart at that counter. OK is that person that's standing three to four feet away from me going to be able to smell that fart? Uh, I yeah.
1: don't know. I mean, the, it, they, the answer
0: is yes. I mean, if I, if I ripped it pretty good it's, it's one of those noxious gas farts that, that, that sometimes you let out. Okay. Chances it's are been that, a while since I wore a mask. I don't know. Yeah. That, yeah. that person in a mask behind the plastic is still going to be able to smell that fart. Okay. Now you tell me, are COVID molecules smaller or bigger than hmm. the fart molecules? I, I have <laughs> zero idea. I will, but... <laughs> I will tell you this, and I, and, and I have heard doctors talk about in the same scenario. The, the COVID molecules are, I mean, thousands of times smaller than those really? fart molecules that are going to get to you. Yeah. So if, there, if you could smell that fart, uh, that, that COVID is getting to you as well. Okay. Well,
1: and you know, uh, when you're smelling an odor, you are taking in molecules of that.
0: You absolutely that are. That smell, that, that odor. Absolutely. So you're
1: eating poop when you,
0: <laughs> Listen, you
1: smell a fart. So you, you, you you're put on the end. COVID when you get a. F-
0: Covid fart. Right. Well, and and then and then when do you put the mask on too, I mean, are you are you putting it on in your car and you're sealing it like an N95 mask, which would actually work um, to this, or is it just like a cloth mask that's basically like putting your underwear over your face? Um, because that's mostly <laughs> what we did. Um, what was really working there? I mean, there's really nothing that that works there. I guess it makes people feel safe. It makes people feel better. But there's no real scientific. Dude, remember proof the that this studies though. Like
1: any they them. were going through through such effort to prove which masks were most effective over others. Yes. Where like the point you're trying to make is you know improve your health, and then you know improve you your health. chance of getting this COVID.
0: A, right. So. This, well, and not only that, if you get the, COVID. the ones
1: that are stretchy, the masks are really spread it further than oh, on the masks. Like, dude, how much time do we need to spend on this? <laughs> like, your... how much effort and money?
0: Right, your body should be though in the best shape that it can be to fight this disease, so that if you get it, you're going to be symptom free or have very low symptoms mm-hmm. uh, or well, very slight symptoms. God you forbid we on. ask people the standard diet and exercise. So right, but and, and and that's the thing. So, but but why why isn't that the message? Because otherwise, any other message I am telling you, any other message that comes to you is bullshit. And your bullshit meter should go up. So now Bill Maher and Aaron Rodgers were talking about the fact that they were so surprised how people instantly said, okay, I'm going to mask up. I'm going to go down in my basement now, and I'm going to live down there for a couple of weeks, and I'm going to be super afraid, and I'm going to avoid people, and I'm going to socially distance. And people jumped on it. Instantly. So they talked about this and it's gaining traction now nationally as something to, you know, hit Aaron Rodgers on and hit Bill Maher on. But the thing is, is what they're doing is they're they're looking at this logically and asking the questions. Why were people so quick to say, oh, yeah. I'm going to mask and not see people anymore. I remember, I mean, I, I couldn't see my parents over the holidays during that time. Easter was completely out. We had to wave through, uh, at them through a window. You know, I, I don't know how much longer my parents have. I don't know how much longer people's grandparents have and that stuff was like that. also we,
1: rough, like people's babies
0: that were born and haven't met anybody in two years, you know? Right. What, what is that? Okay. And then all you had to do, if you questioned it at all, like my question always was, they, they said it basically didn't affect kids at all. Well, why the hell aren't kids in school? Why, why aren't they there? Kids are total germ transfer people. I mean, they do. They transfer every little bug that's going around and it's good for them because it helps build their immunity and they get stronger and stronger as, as they grow up. Covid wasn't affecting them at all. I mean, they, they wouldn't even get symptoms when they have Covid. Kids were handling it really, really well. As were most young adults. Nobody would have any symptoms at all. I'm sure that my son has gotten that's it a couple a, of that's times. A
1: little stretch, but all right. I'll, I'll Symptom free.
0: Well, no. Okay. So, so kids have not been dying from Covid. Okay. Here's. I think,
1: yeah, statistically, maybe not as like much. Like you look at the age. Ranges of like what it would is most. not You're right. statistically
0: yeah. significant at there you go. all. Yeah. Okay. okay, so now the only statistically significant portion of the population that has died from COVID is the population that's over seventy years old. All right. And it's, it's statistically significant. So by statistically significant, it has to actually show, all right, that that you're above a variance of like 1% or at least in an actual area here. That's plus or minus. That'll get you to that 1%. All right. That's the only age group where there's statistically significant losses of life. And it's why another bullshit meter that went off for me is as a, as a guy who's worked in the media for a long time. All right, I consume a lot of media. When people die, one of the first things that they tell you is the age of that person. And I don't care how they die. It could be in a motorcycle accident. It could be in a car crash, a plane crash. It can be um, they were sitting on the toilet. Whatever it is, they will tell you that Mary Jane... Um, Higginbottom of Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, who was 38 years old, died as the result of a one car crash because she was texting and ended up hitting a tree. OK, they always list the person's age who dies every time. I mean, it's, it's never not a thing until COVID. Then the ages disappeared. And they would say so-and-so died or how many people died without ever listing ages off.
1: I don't recall that part, so I'm not going to argue with you, but I don't remember that.
0: Go back. Said, you will okay. You will hear a lot of reports that way we where they were not listing off. Now, I get it also from working in the media for a long time. And both of you, we, we've worked in radio. We worked in TV. All right. One of the things that you're really fighting for in the media is eyeballs and ears. You want people listening and looking at your content. All right. That's what you're there to do unless you're a salesperson. The salesperson's selling it. Okay. But if you're a content creator on the air at all, like we're on the air, it's up to us to get people to watch us, to listen to us, to do those things. If we can't do that, we don't have a job and they'll find someone who can do that. It's that simple. So now for the media, one way that they get people to watch things is they'll sensationalize things. Okay, so they're always kind of slanting the story that'll scare you a little bit, or the teas. You ever, you, you ever seen the teas? Local newscasts the, are, are the great great. The teas have gone
1: too far, though. Always, the shit's, the shits like you'll you'll see an article and it, it'll be a picture. Let's just say for like it's a sports article or something, and mm-hmm. they'll say like this player, this like all pro player, didn't make a roster, and it's like. Okay, how about you just tell me who didn't make the roster instead right. of like they, don't, they, like they 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 will tease
0: it's it. It's so dumb. So you, you you will you see this in the, the news all the time. Um, it'll be um, th- using this shampoo can kill you. Story at ten. Well, son of a. I'm taking a shower in like 20 minutes. It's six o'clock. <laughs> I gotta know now what shampoo can kill me. Holy crap. I want to know. But that's, but they're that's doing the a disservice
1: teeth. though. You know what I mean? If, if there really is a shampoo that can kill you,
0: yes, you're doing and a then, disservice
1: by not saying what that information of is. Of course. Of course. The story
0: it. will be, you know, like, okay, this one shampoo has an ingredient that if you use it, over the course of 65 right. years and you use it yep. you know eight times a day you can die um, you know kind of a thing and that's that's how the story goes It's never use it once and you're dead right uh, it's always something like that but they that's the tease that's the sensationalism and it's also why you will see like news outlets they will sensationalize stories. They'll skew it just in such a way so that it alarms you a little bit. The more alarmed you are, the more chance there is that you're going to stay tuned to their station or to find out more information. So they need those eyeballs. They need them. OK, so they don't they're under no obligation to make you feel OK. So if, if the story, if, if a reporters have come on, yeah, it's COVID-19 has really been hitting the United States. There's a lot of people in nursing homes that have been dying. Obviously, if you have a grandparent, you should probably be a little bit alarmed. If you're worried about your 92 year old grandmother dying, there's a good chance that this COVID thing can take her out. OK, now, if that's the report, that's one thing. OK, but if you never list the name and you say 58 people died in Patterson, New Jersey today and it's all because of COVID-19, you're like, oh, my God, 58 people. I'm thinking kids and housewives, right? It could be anybody. OK, and they don't list names. But if they start in ages, if they start listing those ages off, now you're like, hmm. Everybody seems to be over 80 that's, that's bitten the bullet on that. I'm 32. I think I'm going to be okay. Uh, my kids are obviously in grade school. I think they're going to be okay. It's not hitting kids. It's not hitting me. Okay, I think I'm going to go on with my life then, and we'll worry about granny um, You know, down the road. They didn't do that. They didn't play it that way, and they purposefully alarmed people. And the reason why you alarm people, again, is to get people to watch your show, which is their job. They were only doing their job. I'm not even mad about it. It's just I know, as someone who's worked in media and consumes media, I know what they were doing. And they they, they don't get me because I understand their job is to sensationalize this or slant it just enough so that you're alarmed and will keep watching what's going on. So Man. these... These were the topics that Aaron Rodgers and Bill Maher are are talking about. They come to some pretty good conclusions where they're using a lot of logic and a lot of reason out there. But this is the stuff that's biting them in the ass. It's biting Bill Maher in the ass because he's not far enough left to keep claiming that he's a Democrat. And it's biting Aaron Rodgers in the ass because here's a guy who's from California and is expected to act accordingly who is not acting accordingly and he's taken some positions that people find unfavorable and it could work against him there's a lot of hate for aaron Rodgers out there um there's a lot of hate from green bay packers fans. yeah but i think he's just
1: like when he realized like what it was he just kind of like yep yep screw it uh people are gonna hate me so i might as well just say what i want to say
0: And he has, and and he's done what he wants to do, and you know more power to him. He's in a position where where he can do those things. Um, But what I'm, it's uh, not like I'm not going to stop cheering for him. You know, yeah, you know, so. Listen, I, I mean, most people, even Packer fans, kind of think that Aaron Rodgers is kind of a surly kind of a guy. Sure. Okay. I think yeah. we
1: mostly, most of us agree on that. Yeah.
0: If you ask people in Wisconsin who they like better, Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers, nine out of 10, I think we'll say Brett Favre. Now, Brett Favre. Through a lot more interceptions than Aaron Rodgers. His quarterback rating nowhere near as high, but he is universally beloved, even though Brett Favre now having all that trouble down in Mississippi with oh the, my the, the, the fraud thing, you know, is absolutely terrible. Brett Favre, who was sending uh, penis pictures to the reporter when he was with the New York Jets. Brett Favre, who used to cheat on his wife all the time. I, I used to love it. that They would show Dina. Do you remember Dina Favre? Sure and- do. She was going through cancer at the time and was fighting cancer. And Brett Favre would be playing and they'd be saying, Oh, Brett's been by her side the whole time. I'm like, Yeah, not the whole time. Uh, because he and uh, Mark Chamira and uh, Frankie yeah. Back at Donuts Winters uh, have been going through Wisconsin at a pretty good rate here. Um, you know, again, all alleged, uh, if you will. But um, Brett Favre definitely. Wasn't I guess what you most would consider to be a model husband. Anyway, so people loved him. His teammates loved him, and he played the game in such a way that people loved um, because of the fact that he was always smiling and throwing. I'll tell you what, like he he existed
1: and got out of the NFL at just the right time because that dick pic was like the last thing. Because you can imagine in the coverage today with media, like he was. Oh be my god, alive!
0: They they would have absolutely killed him. Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, for the most part. Has done none of those things. He has. He has towed the line. He has been for the most part a model citizen. Some He's of this on
1: stuff. DMT lately... dates women. Whatever. Like it's like women that people don't like. It's right. Like, you know.
0: Okay. He was dating Danica Patrick, pretty, and he was dating uh, Olivia Munn, and yeah, you know, stuff like that. Great. You know, I Dude, I don't uh, Shailene Woodley. And did and, you hear about
1: that. Olivia Munn? Like uh, when Olivia Munn and Chris Pine were together, mm-hmm. did you see there were like some leaked texts between those two? No. Yeah, she's she's a freak, man. <laughs> I don't know if you yeah. If you go look up those texts if you're interested to see what kind of person she at least was like with Chris Pine.
0: I thought it was pretty funny. So the Packers had a lineman by the name of Josh Sitton. You remember Josh Sitton? I sure do. Yeah, and um, Josh Sitton was he a pretty was popular. He, I
1: loved interviewing that guy. He always had something interesting to say.
0: Everybody loved Josh Sitton. Okay, and Josh Sitton and Brett or not not Brett Favre. I was going to say Brett Favre. Josh Sitton and Aaron Rodgers got into some stuff. So what Josh Sitton was mad about at the time was Aaron Rodgers, who was struggling a little bit. And this was like during the Mike McCarthy days. If you remember, he had won a couple MVPs, won a Super Bowl, but then had a time where he was still Really good. I mean, really good, but not as great as he was. And he was mm-hmm. throwing some picks, and the team was losing some games. People thought he was
1: tanking that. to try and get Mike McCarthy fired. Or, right?
0: Yeah, know. there was there that was, was a lot one of, explanation, a lot of dysfunction. Well, Josh Sitton actually came out and said he keeps changing the plays. Like we have running plays, and he keeps getting out of them, and he goes to pass plays, and then he's trying to chuck the ball long instead of taking what the defense is giving him. And Aaron Rodgers got pissed off, and Josh Sitton got shipped out. He, got, he
1: did, and that was he was a, a, a Pro Bowl line yeah. man and gets shipped out for nothing because they didn't trade him, they just released him.
0: They did, and he ended up in Chicago. And in Chicago, Josh Sitton had grew a beard a little bit longer than your beard. I remember it was a pretty damn good beard. He named his beard Olivia
1: Munn. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Go ahead. Put two and so two together. You'll, you'll, you'll get not, to four. Yeah. Not fans will, of Aaron Rodgers. huh? You will, you will get to four on that one. So um, anyways, uh, I, I find the whole Aaron Rodgers thing and, and Bill Maher thing you know, very interesting. The whole COVID thing, like we talked about, very interesting. And what I'm going to tell you is this. The best way to fight any disease, the best way at all times. Is to be in the best shape that you could possibly be in. I'm not saying that this is not saying don't take the vaccine. That It doesn't make you impervious to everything, but it does put you in the best position to fight. And so if you look at it and you say COVID is a fight, we're fighting against COVID, you want to be in the fighting shape. And when boxers get into shape and fighters get into shape, man, they drop weight they eat right, they sleep a lot, recovery is (laughs) important. All of these things are real important because they know they're going into a fight. And if you were going into a fight too, you would also do that. If you knew that three months down the road, you were going to have to fight somebody for real in a ring and you're throwing hands, I guarantee you, you would not be eating Arby's leading up (laughs) until that. You would (laughs) be eating. I'm just like,
1: you say that, I'm just imagining some like, Fat dude, like sitting on a couch, shoving his face full of chips and going, yeah, right to a fight. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: You're, you're not going to win that fight, dude. Yeah, you're, you're going down. You were going down and going down hard. Okay. So when the government starts telling you that this is going to be a fight against COVID and maybe we all need to lose some weight and get in shape and exercise and eat right and all of that kind of stuff, then I'll start being alarmed. Then I'm going to be like, uh-oh. Uh, This is this is for real here, because now they're really telling me something that I'm going to need to do to win this fight rather than telling me that the essential people out there are the people that work fast food.
1: Mm. I'm wondering if that argument would have fallen on uh, deaf ears. Like, what do people want to hear more here? Get this shot. You're good to go. Or, hey, you better uh, diet and exercise. They're gonna be like, no. an infringement on my rights. That's (laughs) what people do.
0: That's what they always want to hear. Don't you know that? They want to be able to eat that double butter burger and then take a pill to keep them alive or a pill to help them lose weight. Uh, But they don't want to hear is don't eat that double butter burger. Eat lentils instead and maybe go for a run. Oh, man. You know, that's that's the worst thing that you could tell anybody. They don't want to hear it. And when they don't want to hear it and then they wonder why they're getting sick and why, you know, diabetes and heart disease and congestive heart failure and all these things are all time highs, all time highs. Wouldn't you stop and think, wouldn't we be the healthiest nation in the world if eating cheeseburgers and taking a pill would make you healthy? Hey, That wouldn't be America,
1: you know, no, just that's what that's... We, we become the uh, the Will Ferrell character on SNL with the. You know, fat the little gut hanging over. We got the American flag, underwear, and
0: okay. I love that, that is, by the way. I <laughs> love that. <laughs> that is America, um, right there. So, okay, so we went guest-free on the show, just me and Eric talking until we were blue in the face. I thank everybody for sticking around. and would love to get your feedback as well. You could do that. I think we need to uh, by... do a
1: mailbag sometime too. So yes, I, can...
0: I, I think we do. We have had questions. Uh, some people email to us and stuff like that. And you can find us as well all over social media. I will definitely take any questions at RMEP rich at Eric Rogers brand. Again, find us on YouTube. Look at the videos. I know you can leave comments there um, anywhere on social media, go to real Uh Take the 30 day challenge. If you want to be up for that, read the blogs also click on that support button. You help out the podcast and also Paul's party as well. So great job. Mit Raja. Excellent. Dang. What a show yeah. baby. And we will see you next time on the Real Men Eat Plants podcast. Thank you. Like and subscribe. Please do it now. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. If you've ever wanted to show off your plant-based lifestyle and do it in style, here's your chance. We have some of the most amazing t-shirts, hats, accessories, coffee mugs, and more at shop.realmeneatplants.com. We have statement t-shirts that will bring a smile to everyone's face. I love the, I want tofu tonight tea. Plus we have podcast teas, real women eat plants gear, real kids eat plants and real people eat plants. Just in case men, women, and kids didn't cover it all. Yeah, we love you and love that you want to show off that healthy lifestyle of yours. Again, check out our high quality gear at shop.realmeneatplants.com and enjoy.